Hello everyone, welcome to uh, episode 11 of uh, Filipino Martial Arts Mastermind. Uh, as usual, we have Sixto and Baste. Say hello, Sixto and Baste. Hello, Sixto and Baste. The brothers, Carlos Hermanos, uh, um, mga, ang ating mga boss. And today we have a special guest. Uh, he is the founder and owner of... He is a a security consultant both here and abroad and uh, he is also a known prepper and unbeknownst to uh, most he is also a licensed anesthesiologist so please welcome our guest for today mr uh, dr arvin sese hello dr arvin kamusta hi guys <laughs> i'm glad to be hi. here it's an honor <laughs> so arvin it's tell an honor us to be here well, we're glad that you're here. No? So, uh, tell us tell us something about yourself, Dr. Arvin. Uh, well, I, I started uh, first in the outdoor scene. I, I love to climb uh, mountains, go outdoors, camping. And uh, I attended one of the uh, survival trainings in Manila. There's a group. We had a group there. We, we did some survival training. It lasted uh, two weeks. We stayed in camp two weeks, kami. And uh, unfortunately, well, I say I love to do that. And then unfortunately, ang nangyari was, uh, while practicing rappelling, na accident ako, nalaglag ako. Nabalian ako. And then, uh, that's actually how I met Sixto. Kasi college kami sa UPLB, I needed therapy yeah. for my hand. 1994, yeah. Yeah, 1994. Actually, that's four years after the fact. I said, I was born in 1989. Actually, 89. Okay. Nin, uh, 1990, I was born. So, for therapy, I broke my wrist. Actually, two of my wrists, I broke. I was born in cement. Eh. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> well, that, that's part of learning. Right? Oh, I never stopped. Oh, that's oh, yeah, yeah. right. So I didn't stop. Persistence. Okay. That's I still did it afterwards. Eh. Yun ang difference. Yun nga lang, ha? Well, I had a lot more accidents after that, but uh, at this time here, I survived. Never cracked your head? or <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yung advantage nga nung martial arts, that saved me. Kasi syempre, pag laglag mo sa sebento, hindi tumama yung ulo ko. Kasi parang breakfall. Right. But, 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 uh, but again... Arvin, um, from the way I, I know you, okay, the way I know you, martial arts is actually not your main thing, diba? It's actually part of a whole. You mentioned you're into survival, into prepping, diba? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I yeah. think mar martial, martial arts is only just one aspect. Of yeah, your... it's just one aspect of what I do. Because what I really love doing is uh, spending time in the outdoors and learning survival skills. In fact, uh, uh, jungle survival, going to the jungle, learning what the Aetas do. I have a lot of Aeta friends and every time we go there, we uh, spend train, two yeah. to three days. Okay. Because uh, two days is not enough. I, I spend three days there learning what the plants are edible, how oh, to make okay. traps, how to make fire. I mean, I'm not that good, but at least I'm better than most. You're <laughs> familiar. I did it. Yeah, I did yeah. it. I actually took the risk. Went out there. What about firearms? You're also trained with that, right? Uh, I, I also know how to use uh, firearms. That's one of the skill sets that you need. Uh, uh, not only as a prepper, but as a prepared individual. Prepared. Also for so, security. Okay, so prepping is not the whole thing either. It's only one aspect also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Because when I was little, you, uh, your idols were like uh, Rambo, <laughs> you know, Arnold. <laughs> yeah, Rambo. your idols and not, not like now. I mean, most of your idols are what? Uh, Vice Ganda. Yeah. You know? Si Rambo yun yung paborito ng mga tito ko dati. So... <laughs> <laughs> si Palito yun, <laughs> si Rambo to. Rambo to. <laughs> so when did you start, ano, when did you start dabbling in the blade arts? Like, uh, you know... Uh, your uh, your pursuit of uh, making. I think I have to thank Sixto for that. You know, we met in 1994. We met uh, a lot of masters. We studied under a lot of different arts. 
And uh, that master was saying, you know, sticks are transition for blades. Uh, and then I, I, I tried uh, using real blades, uh, but I still have scars. You know, I, I cut my ear, I cut, you know, I have lots of cuts on my body <laughs> from training. I, I remember so, when okay. we sparred, you hit my wrist. <laughs> yeah, diba? And I, I, we were not wearing any hand protection. Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were using real sticks, yeah. And that yeah, hurt, yeah. 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 I, I just didn't tell you that time. <laughs> and yet, uh, apart from all of this, you're still a licensed anesthesiologist. Oh, yeah, I find yeah. that the most incredible part. You know? <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> and yeah. a lot of people don't know that about you. People don't know that about you. They think I'm just a regular doctor, but you know, they don't know <laughs> that uh, so, I have a subspecialty, anesthesiology. You're actually smart, huh? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a lot I, I of people don't know. don't know that about you. <laughs> no, no, that's a good persistent. thing. I don't think it's smart. I think you're just persistent. <laughs> you don't give up. Because that's one of the things I learned in the martial arts. You know, just don't give up. It's like it uh, uh, yeah. one time I brought Sixto to a military camp. Mm. And then Sixto, what Sixto would do, you know, you know Sixto is a bit crazy, you know. <laughs> He would uh, demonstrate, you know, you and you. He point to the soldier and then me. You spar. What the hell? And he won't tell you. Yeah, he used to do that, you know. So you have to be ready all the time. If, if you're the type, you know, who has a lot of excuses, you can't, uh, you can't be with Sixto at that time because uh, you you have to prepare yourself differently. Uh, yeah, yeah. I remember you and you know, spar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I for me, I mean, it doesn't matter if I lose or win. You know, just just do what you know. You know that that's that's how it is. But you know, and okay, if you're confident uh, uh, in what you know, you'll win. A bit of a background there, Bax. Now, what we do, what what Arvin, what we used to do with the military was we used to teach them combatives, right? Hand to hand combatives. Uh, bladed combatives, impact weapon combatives. Uh, that's a, a bit of a background. We, we used to do that with, with a lot of the army units. Yeah. But you not know, only army, also navy. Yeah. Navy, no, but then, unlike, unlike most of us who, who train, like you know, I, I know a lot of you guys you train the military. But what made you actually decide to make your own knives and make your own bladed implement? Because there are a lot of knives and and blades out there. What made you you know, decide to finally make your own. I'll show you. Uh, okay. Um, this was the original blade that uh, I had trouble looking for. This is known as the Sinampalok. It's uh, the jungle survival blade of the Etas. Now, me and Sixto, we attended the jungle survival school in Subic together. Yeah. I mean, although it was the tourist version, I mean, like uh, maybe an hour of demonstration, you know, they'll uh, show you how to get water, they'll show you how to make fire. I bought a blade, that blade there. And uh, that was nine, uh, that was 2007, I think. Was that 2007? Yeah. Anyway, uh, that time I could not find the maker of that blade. And uh, when I transferred here to the province, I looked around everywhere have, uh, trying to have that blade made. Because if you notice, uh, blades, uh, their performance depends on who made it. Because uh, if the maker yeah, yeah. is good, he knows how to make the blade perform. The angle of the uh, grind of the blade, of the edge, the temper. And I finally found the maker of that blade. Pangasinan. So he lives here in Pangasinan, and I had him make a lot of blades. And from there, it just branched out. <laughs> ah, you can make blades. Oh, can you make this? Can you make that? Can you make this? And then it branched out. And then I tested them in the jungle. So I know what works, what doesn't work. And uh, so basically, most of my designs are just what the Smith made before. And then I just refined them. So he would show me, oh, I made this. <laughs> For instance, see, I made this, and I have, I'll have him uh, refine this design. So make it, okay. uh, make a point here, make a sharp here, sharp here. And can I see the whole, the whole thing? Can I see how, how long that is, the handle and everything? Oh, wow. How, 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 many, how many inches? 
How many inches I, is the handle? I think this is uh, from here to here. It's 14 inches, I think. Is that for sale? Okay. Is that yeah, yeah, it's for sale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, the other thing is, you see, it, it is very hard for him to make this because he has to get the special steel. I see. Well, one of the things people don't know is you need to get good steel to make uh, these blades. Like the, the steel of this one is, is wider than the normal steel. Okay, so, so how uh, did you okay, uh, how did okay. you transition from uh, how did you transition from from blade collecting uh, to eventually selling? Actually, I had a lot of blades made, and then I just posted them on the internet, and then people started ordering them, and then uh, it started that way. They just started ordering them. And then they were saying, oh, it's a good design. It cuts well, has a nice temper. Because my aim is for users. It's not for... Because uh, the way I started blades uh, was I used to make like collector type blades that look really okay. nice. Like oh, okay. the blades you have before. See, that they're all very polished. They're all very... But now I prefer blades that, uh, yeah, like that. See, polished, you know, well-made. That's a nice wood. Huh? That's a very rare hardwood. So I prefer user blades, blades that uh, you can actually use. They, they don't look polished, yeah, but at least they're usable. Functional. So how did you? Yeah, functional. How, how did it eventually evolve to Sese blades, and also now that you have Sese blades, uh, so you know I'm segueing now to what are your brand hallmarks as well. So so how did you eventually develop into your company? or even the brand name and also you know what are your brand hallmarks what 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 makes accessible accessible you know actually the transition i i didn't call it accessible before it was a different name however it was my all idea of buyers, <laughs> all of the buyers called it accessible so i said what the heck everybody's calling it that why not just call it that right so that's how it was it got known it was, it was branded that way so i may as well use the name Blade. So organic, what, yeah. So, so what's what's your brand hallmark? So, if somebody would like, you if, know, if like, you look like here, I don't know if you can see it closer, but there's a stamp here, SE. I don't know if you guys can okay. see, but there's a stamp there on the blade, SE. Yeah. Yeah. That's the Sesame Blade what, stamp. What, what, what makes your yeah, yeah, what yeah, makes you your blade that. unique? What makes your blades unique or different? Or special. Well, uh, or makes, or what make what makes it accessible? That's what I was trying to ask you with a brand ah, okay, What okay. makes a blade accessible? Well, number one, I only use good steel. When I say good steel, it means old leaf spring steel or old files, because the heart of the knife is your steel. If you don't use good steel, it doesn't uh, temper well. It doesn't get hard well, and then. Uh, one thing you will notice is there's the taper. Since it's forged, this is forged. It's thick here and then it's thin. Can you see it? It's thick here and then it's thin here. So it gives you more balance. So that's one of the yes. hallmarks. So it's thick here and it's thin here. And if you ask a lot All of right. the bladesmiths, they, they have a hard time doing that, making the taper. But it's uh, uh, easy to do if you forge it because you just pound more here on this side and then it gets thinner. That's why the, there's a liveliness to it. It's not as heavy as a lot of the other blades that have the same thickness. Mm -hmm. And also the temper, there's a, it's differentially tempered, meaning it's harder on the edge than on the back. So if you uh, test it on the center, it's soft because the temper is hardest on the edge. Unfortunately, uh, we don't suggest testing on the edge because that might break the edge. You know how they test the sharpness? They, they, like, they have a tool that they hit on the uh, part that you want to test and they'll show you uh, what kind of hardness it is. So this one, this is edge tempered. It's edge, uh, edge hardened, like a samurai sword, something like that. Are they, are they all full tang? Oh, yeah, they're also all full tang, yeah. 
So all, all full tang. All sensibly are full tang, right? Yeah, that's the only non-traditional thing about it. Because yeah, they're all full tang. Explain to people out there who don't know what full tang is. What what is full tang? When you say full tang, it means uh, let's say if this is your blade. Normally they have a a stick, a stick part of the metal that they burn into the handle of your blade. On my blades here, the the thickness of the uh, metal goes is, is the same thickness as the handle. So this is how thick uh, the metal is uh, compared to the handle. So you have the scales. So what the advantage of this is it's it's uh, a little heavier, but it's tougher. And if you break the handle, you just wrap it with a uh, cord and then you can still use the blade. Very tough and actually very rare because not, not yeah. a lot of smiths know how to make full tanks. Uh, can I tell you a story about full tank and Ratfield? I, the reason I like your blades, most of my trainers are sensor blades. You know, I, I order a lot from you because I had this, this experience from when I was training with a machete. Okay, I was training, I was hitting a tire. I hit it full swing. It broke slowly. It flew on my face. Luckily, I was not injured, but after that experience, I think I told you about it. After that experience, uh, you you educated me on full tang, rat field, and you told me that it's better if you get a full tang blade all the time. So. Ever since, I always ask for that. So, guys, for the guys listening here, it's better to get a full tank. It's a lot safer. And I have a narrow tank. Uh, a lot of you were having, uh, asking me to have this made, but I can't because the smith's not familiar with it. This is one of those fancy bars. It's narrow tank. So, so Arvin, what, what about... What about materials? Like uh, how, how different, you know, like uh, from, a, from a price point, well, what is your product positioning? Who, who's your typical customer? Like, like what kind of person would buy a sesame blade? Uh, you know, how different is, are they collectors, end users, martial artists or violinists? Uh, and it's price well, point for in terms of you know like product generally speaking i uh, i position myself for preppers because they're looking for relatively cheap uh user blades now i'll, I'll give you a little story uh, uh one contact of mine a prepper he bought one of these uh, branded blades it cost 75000 just one blade Imagine that's all that's all my blades already together. And if you have like ten people in your group, each of them are gonna spend seventy five thousand. Come on, I mean you can just buy food or uh, ammo or more gear for with that amount. So I, I don't think it's practical to spend that much just for a blade because you can just uh well well actually they've proven very tough because some of these blades I've bent ninety degrees and then I straightened them and they still work. That's the advantage of the temper, of the differential temper. So essentially, you're you're a low price point, high quality, low price point. Well, uh, like I said, relatively low price. Okay. Uh, relative, I mean, it's lower than it's lower than most. Yeah, but but it's not. It's higher than the local producers. And because I have to research and development, have to buy. I have to buy uh, the raw materials. I mean, I only use corn for my handles. I mean, this is uh, carabao horn. Carabao, carabao because they say it's horn, a carabao. Okay. Yeah, because they say carabao horn can. Okay. And they're and they're relatively eco-friendly. Yeah, relatively eco-friendly. And that's traditional. Versus uh, poly, poly, poly products, yeah, right? Those because are very they, slippery. Yeah, those they're are very biodegradable. Slippery. They're very yeah. slippery. Because sometimes they Versus use rubber. PVC. Rubber, I don't like using because it's very soft. It, it easily detaches from the handle. Mm, yeah, I, yeah. I tried. I, I did. I did a lot of research and development. Uh, that, that that's 
what most people don't know. Yeah, I and I think everything. like like I said, like like with the whole uh, with the whole like eco-friendly marketing that's going on with a lot of products and with with all the awareness that people are trying to get, I think that's where you have an edge because like you know your 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 products are not like mass produced with all these synthetic relatively more synthetic materials I mean, like like you mentioned carabao horn i guess like you know uh it's something that you know you could leave in a landfill and can disintegrate probably in relatively faster years than a typical expensive yeah, PVC, collector yeah. train. that's true yeah. that's true and then arvin arvin it's a it's a it's a well-known fact that your your reach is not just local you have a lot of international uh, clients how did that co come to be i'm like you know it, you're not exactly the biggest manufacturer of knives how, how, no, how did no. how did people find out about you uh, i guess uh, i had the right friends because uh, what i did was um, i made friends with a lot of cebuanos and those cebuanos are very serious outdoor guys i mean seriously i've been on a outdoor hikes with them in cebu they're very serious. I mean, they uh, they only carry a blade, and then they go out hiking. They find water there, get water there, get uh, they cook there, using uh, whatever they can find. They're very serious outdoors guys. And then these guys promoted it because they also have outdoor friends from other countries. Mm. And because the problem was I could send before internationally, mm. and then for some reason uh, they banned it. That's why I couldn't send now anymore. It's difficult. So that's how it, yeah, it's difficult now. So what the uh, foreigners do is they go in here. <laughs> I send it to Cebu. They get it in Cebu. And then they wow. bring it home. So they fly in, get your wares. Yeah, they fly in. They do whatever they want to do there. <laughs> then bring, then bring it wherever. Home. Yeah. That's, yeah, why it's yeah. In, that's why when I see a lot of your posts, it's... You have an you have an international following. Uh, I, I would say in several continents already, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's because I know how to talk also to the foreigners. Most people don't know how to speak mm. to them. Is that I, mean, I just consider they're, they're just like us, you know. Is there preference like you know uh, when when you when you have these clients? Is there like a, a certain type of blade that they want? Like you know that you, that you see. Apparently, there's a tendency. You know that they they prefer the short blades, the long blades. Is there well, like that or... depends on what their personality is because a lot of the friends that I have who get it internationally, they're users, they're right. not collectors. Right. So they prefer blades that uh, you can actually use. I mean, kitchen, uh, you know, use in the kitchen because they appreciate that a forge, the hand forged blade is, is, is not cheap in their country. Mm. Over here, it's relatively cheap. So you know you can get it at a good price, but over there it's very expensive. And then when so I learned, of, uh, obviously, me and Sixto have been long-time friends. No, okay. My question is, uh, can you just think how many blades have you actually produced? Hundreds, thousands? Maybe a thousand, and uh, maybe just maybe a thousand. That's a lot. And most are what? Uh, machetes? Short knives? Uh, um, short, blades. short blades. Short blades. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So Okay, so that's more or less your specialty. But I, I see you're also trying to design. Uh, the one you showed earlier, you're, you're going into axes and tomahawks. Yeah, yeah, I am. I am. Because uh, as you know, I, I actually use my blades. I, I go to the jungle and actually use them. And uh, sometimes a bolo can't cut a tree down. Yeah. Because we had the uh, times when we needed to cut trees down, actual trees, because yeah. there's no firewood. So we have to cut trees down. That's why I ventured into the axe. Yeah, which, which was, remember we had a podcast with Marco Novakovic and that was he, what, we, what he said, no? uh, the difference between carrying a machete and a... And an axe, like a tomahawk, no? Because he said that machetes will not be able to cut the harder trees, no? Yeah, that's true, that's true. You, you also, uh, apart from that, you also uh, teach courses on survival, right? Uh, like outdoor survival. 
Yeah, I I uh, do from time to time, but uh, I'm not a marketer. I just do it as a hobby. Right. Right. Mm. So even if I break even, it's fine with me. In fact, you guys should go. You know, <laughs> you should just us. You know, spend yeah, uh, we'll overnight or. Yeah, we'll to I mean, you know, for sure. Yeah. You know why I I was doing this is because of Sixto. Oh, Sixto. You know, when we were talking in uh, Zambale, Sixto wanted to do the overnight class uh, jungle survival. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, oh. They were cheating on that. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. They wanted uh, more money, whatever. More money, yeah. like that. We agreed on an so, amount. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But pero, ako, natuloy ko. So now I know how it, they can, ano, now I know how we can do that. Okay. And ako naman, mas maganda, if uh, yung mga lessons, we, we, we share with each other. Kasi lalo na sa mga panahon ngayon, you, you, you can't tell eh. Yeah, the reason I asked about it is because uh, we have friends who actually joined that that you know the, the few times that you taught it and they really swear by it. So I you know I would really love you love to see you really de- develop it, no? Because uh, it seems that you have a knack for the outdoors and it's 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 knowledge that's worth sharing. Actually, the, also, the advantage also is that I made friends with the the instructors, the ETAs. I actually they, they actually know me in their community. Okay. If you go there to their community, they know my name. Because I did the what is a free clinic for them one time. You know where we so, uh, donated the medicines and we actually had doctors come in and check them out. That's why I'm famous in their village. That's good. Uh, so, so Arvin, like going back to your knives, what's your best seller, and what's hot right now? Uh, right now. Or well, what's what's right been now. your best seller? Well, for, since you started, what's your best seller, and right now, what what's what are the trends going to, in terms of like people asking well, you? Well, my best seller, but unfortunately, I don't have any more now. Is this? This is the Syrian Palok. This is the jungle survival blade of the Etas. It looks like a kukri and uh, it actually can be used uh, for fighting as well. How long is the blade of that? Of that? This is a uh, 13 inches. Oh, the blade, just the blade. No? Yeah, the blade is just 13 inches. Now what I did was, I had a smaller version made. This is the smaller version. It's about, I, I gave six to one of these to test out. It's about, I think, 11 inches or 10 inches blade, yeah. shorter. So, because sometimes uh, the problem with a lot of blades is they're too long. So, I made it shorter so you can put it in your backpack, put it in your emergency kit. I have a lot of uh, short ones. This one used to be hot, but uh, I had a lot of complaints. Why? What, like, what sort of complaints? No, because uh, there's this term called bushcraft. Okay. You know where you uh, use hmm. your blade to work on wood and make things. Right. They're saying you know uh, it's sharp here, it's sharp there. Uh, you know, but but this isn't designed for bushcraft. It's designed for survival. That's why. So if you want a bushcraft blade, you have to uh, work on your blade a lot of times. But there's a lot of uh, specificity involved. Uh, like, uh, yeah, like uh, because uh, a lot of people think only one blade is uh, good enough. That's not true. You have to have a lot of blades because each blade cuts differently. Like for heavy work, I use uh, the axe. What I did was I improved it by adding like a spike. So it's a little sharper. That's why uh, I like uh, Marco's work. Because uh, it, it dovetails exactly into what I do. I, I like axes. So there's a spike so there and there's a spike here. <laughs> what's, what's hot now? What are what's people hot now like? actually is the spike. <laughs> so this okay. is the spike. See, actually, the history of this is that the smith uh, is a third generation smith. He knows how to make nails, so I had him make a nail. 
and then I wrapped some jute twine and then uh, added a ball bearing on the top so you can uh, so it doesn't hurt if you uh, plunge it into anything. So that's the Sese Spike? Yeah, this one. There's a smaller version that I think Sixto likes more. This is a smaller version. Can you see it? <laughs> I haven't wrapped the handle yet, but this is uh, the smaller version. It's not as uh, big as this. So in terms of, in terms of uh, traditional blades, what do you have in your inventory? Well, the most traditional blade that I have is this small utility knife. The handle is, uh, well, the, the handle is, this, is made out of steel and then they wrapped around rattan. They just folded the handle over uh, so it's hollow. And then they wrap rattan around it. This is the most traditional one I have. That, that's from where? This is an uh, Igorot design. The reason why they don't use Carabao horn is because they display it. Because uh, when they kill Carabao for their canyon, they display it like, ah, that one's for my daughter's wedding. That one is for when your uh, uncle died, you know. It's cultural. That's what it's, it's for. It's for culture. Yeah, cultural. That's why for them, mm. they uh, use rattan on their blades. Mm. What about your hinalongs? I don't have a traditional, all the traditional weapons I've, I've seen that you've produced before. Uh, this one you mean? <laughs> the Hinalong is a double-edged yeah, uh, rattan wrapped uh, blade. Now what I noticed from the Igorot Hinalong is it's short. Because uh, if, well my theory is if you have a long double-bladed uh, weapon, it can bounce towards you and cut you. Yeah. Since the Igorots are uh, relatively naked, they only have short double-edged blades. But they use this for everything from uh, cutting meat to chopping wood. Is it, okay. is it the fighting blade too? Yeah, you can use this for fighting, yeah. Remember, the Igorots were the original headhunters. Okay. And uh, uh, Their axe is... I, I don't think their axe was really as bad as everyone thought because they use the axe as a utility tool my theory is they they the long end the long spike of the axe they they bury it in the ground and then they use the the part of the axe sticking out that's the they use as a blade like in india they use it like that they use blades like that in india okay. a lot of people they they say a lot of things about the igrot axe i mean it, it's not like that I used to do a lot of research on access, on, on, on weapons, basically. So, so one, one thing I heard, and it's proliferating here in the U.S., is that the, uh, the pointy end of the edge of the axe, well, the, it has two, two sides. So the, the cutting side was supposed to chop the head, and they used the pike to pick up the head. So yeah, maybe that the... happened, I, but I don't think that's the real design for it. Because remember, you don't fight every day. Yeah. You don't kill a person every day. So your everyday use for your axe, that's for me, that's, that's my opinion only, is as a utility tool. Because remember, steel was very rare then. Expensive. So, yeah, and expensive. Expensive, then. Yeah. So you would have to use your axe for your everyday life, not only just for killing enemies, but for cooking your food apart from uh, of course of the obvious filipino uh, inspiration uh, to your blades what other uh, countries contribute to your your designs no? uh, for the most part is there well, like a particular uh, no, uh, inspiration from other places actually libra has every influence on uh, my blades which one i'm sorry uh, libre. A libre. Libre yeah, knife fighting. Has a lot, yeah, it has a lot of inspiration on my short blades. Like, like how? Since, what, since how I, 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 well, uh, you know why uh, Lee Morrison, you know, Lee Morrison taught us how to use this, right? Right, right, right. Uh, so the retailer made for uh, libre and, and combatives techniques is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. What, what I do basically is to make one blade 
pretty much blend into everything. Like you can use the Libre Blade as a fighter or as a survival knife. Because uh, my opinion is, if you have a blade only for fighting, pwede kang ma ano sa police nun eh. You know, you, you can be charged by the police. Eh. It's like karambits. I mean, you can't use them for chopping tomatoes. Right. Uh, right. The moment right. you have a karambit, it means <laughs> yeah, you plan yeah, yeah, to yeah. fight already. Yes. Pang away lang yun eh, di ba? So, you have to have another reason. Right. Do, do you make karambit? Do you make karambit? I tried, but... Uh... Do you have an opinion on karambits as a fighting weapon? Because a lot of people, a, a lot of people say a it's a deadly, it's a deadly, the deadliest knife around is what people are saying. Do you have an opinion? Well, a karambit is good if you use it for ambush. Okay. But you see, uh, you know, the, 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 the length, the reach of the, uh, using the karambit is only very short. So if, if you know what to do against it, then you can fight against it. But for ambush, obviously, it's deadly, as you can see, all of the movies, you know. Yeah, I guess. No. So, Sixto, what do you think of the karambit? Is there, uh, since we're, <laughs> sorry, so we're on the topic. <laughs> or do you, you, know, you know, do you plead the fifth? Pass, pass, pass. <laughs> pass. There's a lot of the people who have karambit. I always see them because uh, prior to becoming uh, a doctor, I was always the medic. And I remember we attended the seminar, me and Sixto. A lot of the karambit guys have uh, wounds on their wrists, on their forearms, mm. from spinning the karambit. I mean, what the, why, why wound yourself with your own weapon? Right. Oh, oh, I, have, I, have, I, have, I have an opinion in it. And, and since I have, you know, I don't know of anyone who will, I, who will get offended. Or if they do, I don't really care. I find that you know, if, if, if there's something, a tool or a weapon that you need so much training for to be able to use proficiently, then I then I, then I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend it, because like you said, all of them have, have these wounds on their arms. You know why why would you why would you subject yourself to, uh, to that when when you have any other knife that will work just fine? And it's so hard to find. Like you know, uh, if you're so specialized with the karambit. If you go get a, a kitchen knife, will you still be as proficient with that? You know, uh, weapons of opportunity. No, so I, I think it's not as flexible. But I digress. <laughs> anyway, uh, six stone. Yeah. May, may tanong ka ba kay, kay Alfred? Okay, ano kay Arvin? Yeah, Arvin. <laughs> uh, actually, I learned something today from Arvin. It's interesting. The way you develop your knives is organic. You design one, use it, check it. Then the next one you make, you modify. It's uh, it's very Darwinian. It's very um, there's an evolution going on. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's quite interesting. So you don't force your concepts or designs. You check it no, out. No, 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 no. And your yeah, yeah. You, you actually check it out. That is what makes you different from other knife. Producers, so yeah, I, I find it very interesting. Yeah, it, it's it, it from what we've been gathering from you. It's it's also the people around you, the people you associate with. You're so you're you're surrounded by people who really have specific needs for knives. Like you know, you have the preppers, you have the hikers, you have local local clients, you have clients from abroad, you have the fighters. You know, so it's and and it it really it really melds perfectly into your philosophy of, of not having just one blade for everything. So, so and I think that's, that's part of your secret as a, as a successful blade maker. So, yeah. Galeng, galeng. But Arvin, last, last, I realized you, you love pinky catches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do, I do. Uh, A lot of people tend to get irritated with it, but... Explain, explain what a pinky catch is. A pinky catch is, you see it on the handle, there's this widening part of the handle at the end. So it catches your pinky when you swing it. Because uh, previously, a lot of the blades I got from uh, Laguna, they didn't have this pinky catch, only a very small pinky catch. So when you swing the blade fast, the blade flies out of your hand. Mm. And uh, I found out also that a lot of the smiths only make very small pinky catches to save on the 
porn. More for okay. economy. But me, I don't like, you know, I mean, if I can afford those, uh, you know, might as well make it the best way you can make it, which is making a pinky catch. And you, you make users' blades after all. No? Not yeah, yeah, that, that's for users. Hmm. Another thing that I do is make like a, a sort of an S-shaped handle. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. See? Yeah, so it's, it's, it's graceful. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a nice blade. Yeah. Yeah, I know, I know. This is uh, a, a great parang. Yeah. This is the parang. Mm -hmm. It's great for bamboo. This is a very good worker blade. What is that tip for at the end? What, what, what does that do? There's a tip. Ah, uh, well, number one for design. Also, another is because I found out when you use it for utility, they wedge the blade in the ground. Mm. They wedge it in the ground, and then uh, this will help to oh, wow. <laughs> not make the blade slip. Yeah, go, and, and I realize now, uh, going back to, to, uh, to Bastet's question as to what makes sese blades, sese blades, it's, it's really a user blade. That's, that's the most impressive, uh, impressive thing about this. You have so many innovations, and it's all based on experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah because uh, actually use it. Exactly, exactly. And, and you know, it's, and it's not theoretical. When you, when you go outdoors, you know, you really go outdoors. You teach, you, you know, you, you actually go there, you chop trees and everything. When it's a fighting knife, when it's a fighting blade, you, you've studied all these arts. You've studied Carlos Hermanos, you've studied Libre, you've studied Combatives and all, all the other. And it's, it, it, it all is reflected on your designs. They're very innovative. No? As opposed to other, you know, other designers out there who just, you know, they, they just imagine, you know, what would be a good, you know, what would be a good design, what that. And yeah, it's uh, that's actually amazing, you know, that that you have all those resources. Actually, uh, it it took a lot of time. Also, it, it wasn't an overnight uh, thing. Okay, it took a long while. Yeah. I had to take a lot of trips to the Smith, you know, test it out, and then have it redone. Feedback, feedback yeah, from feedback. users. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. That's why I like to talk to the users to see how it performed. What uh, you could have, uh, what what could have been done oh. better? So you can oh, a good a good example is this knife. I specifically requested for this design, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because you had a design that I said, can you make something smaller? So then the next time I saw you, you already had this. So uh, you you actually listen to your <laughs> to your customers, huh? Actually, this is one of my favorite sesame blades, but this is not really a fun this is not really a functional knife, but it's more of a fighting knife than anything else. Well you, right? you could actually use it in the kitchen if you want. But yeah, this, yeah. Uh, the tip is sharpened, so you can actually use it for defense if you want. For defense. Yes, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, if, for defense. If it's okay, like you know, to ask, like how how much would that knife, for example, cost? For instance, the the fighter that like Sixto is uh, using is like two five because I I did a lot to, to prepare that blade. I removed the forging scale. Right. I dipped it in zinc to prevent rust. Right. And then I uh, spray the painted handle, the right? handle. Yeah. I I I love the handle. Right. I love the handle. And then I studied. I studied how to weave the the handle. I, I like the way that uh, you know that it's so recently be. It, uh, despite the fact that it's so recently be priced, that you're actually explaining why it's priced that way. Two five pare for such a quality knife is is not is a steal. So you know, uh, but that's that's you know I guess that's that's your standard of quality. No, uh, you don't yeah. really charge ex well, you know you know extremely high. Look, look at this. I have a trainer. I have a Sessa trainer, and the handle's made of. Uh, Carabahorn, yeah. Horn. This is yeah, Horn, Carabahorn, yeah. yeah. That's Carabahorn. Oh. Mm. Arvin, Arvin, I, you know, if you noticed, if you might have deduced by now, I really like that knife that Sixto was. And uh, I, I want, I want, the, I want, I'm going to order one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I'll, I'll, <laughs> oh, hey, there you go. There you go. That's Actually, a bestseller, that, there's that's a bigger the bestseller. Version. No, I like it's a bigger size. version. Yeah, there's an earlier, yeah, earlier version. Actually. But I yeah. like that size. But I this like, one I like. This one I, I like. like yeah. that size. I this like is, that. This is unofficially the Sese 
Carlos Hermanos Blade, right? Unofficially. Or let's make it official. (laughs) That's exactly what's developed because I carry appendix. Mm-hmm. Okay. If it's too long, you you can't bend over. What is appendix? You show everyone what appendix is. What appendix carry? I know appendix is uh when, right when you middle. wear it. Uh, yeah, here, here, yeah. Right at the middle. Yeah, here in the middle. Mm. Appendix. So That's appendix carry. Okay, so you because just it's easy to reach both uh, hands. So you you just told uh, all the security guards in SM where to where to <laughs> frisk you. That's where they always. That's where they always frisk anyway. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, well, uh, it's been fun, you know. Yeah, so, I know, I know. It, 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 it's been a blast. Yeah, we, we, we're glad that you, uh, you graced us with yeah, your presence. Let's do this again. Yeah, let's, let's do, do this again. again. Yeah, let's do this again. Do this I actually again. listen to a lot of your podcasts because it it trains the mind. <laughs> people, they just train, you know, the body, but it's the mind that's most important. Obviously, any reflections or any questions uh, about you know our our uh, podcast for today? No, just uh, want to make sure that you know people get to know how to contact Arvin. So how do they do that? Yeah, Arvin. Yes. How do you contact? Uh, well, just contact me on Facebook. Okay. On Facebook, yeah, they can contact me. Yeah, it's easier to contact me. Do you have Facebook. a Sensor Blades page? Yeah, there's a Sensor Blades page. So it, look but you gotta answer the questions there because there's questions there. To eliminate the riffraff, if you can't answer questions, it means you can't be, uh, you know, you don't follow instructions. So he's very, so very selective, okay, people. He's very selective with his clients, so, which is a good thing. Yeah, just, you, you just got to answer the questions. You that's know? right. No, no, you no, don't follow okay. instructions. That's good. Because you might be a, a troll or something. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's lots of trolls, Pooch. Lots of, you know, selling houses and all that. And dami. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Insurance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, daming yeah. ganun. So if you can't answer, you're a robot. Yeah, I, I've ordered. I've inadvertently ordered so much Viagra already because of this. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Sixto, any parting words for uh, Doctor Arvin? Uh, Arvin, thank you for the um, for the friendship. First of all, okay, we, we've been through a lot. Thank you for the knowledge you've been sharing with me. I. You're my go-to man when it comes to not 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 only with prepping but surviving in general. Thank uh, thank you, and you put a lot of my martial arts in perspective. Okay, and lastly, I'd like to say that sasa blades are not meant are not to be displayed, but they are to be used. They are functional. We tested that don't sa ano natin di sa baboy na testing na yan sa baboy. Yeah, yeah, but thank you. Ako, ako personally, and you know, I, I haven't really known you for a, for a while. Or, you know, I've only known you for past couple of years, no, Arvin. But I, I, I know you to be a very generous person with your knowledge uh, and your blades as well. Because, because I've actually gotten a blade for free. I don't know if you remembered it, but. <laughs> uh, okay. But no, I, I won it in a, I won it in one of the duelo tournaments. No. Ah, okay, okay. okay. Nice that I was looking for. But uh, I'd like to thank you for 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 your generosity and your knowledge. Recently, I'm not gonna mention what it is, but you 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 gave me a book. Uh, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it it's very it is a very enlightening, very informative book. Uh, I'm not gonna share yeah. any, you know, because that's gonna be our secret weapon, but. That was a really nice gesture on your part, and I thank you. I thank you, and thank you for guesting. Uh, thank you, thank you for having me here. Thank you for. Ang sa akin naman is ano eh? We're all good friends, so you know we may as well share whatever we can share. Kasi, amen, amen. Of course. I mean, you know, tayo lang naman eh. We're only we're we're the only guys who think this way. Sige, I'll I'll, I'll learn to share more in the future. <laughs> that sounds bad. That sounds bad. Are you talking about Viagra? Oh yeah, Viagra, you know, Viagra. I, Viagra. <laughs> I have like tons of Viagra in my house. Anyway, thank you, thank you, Arby. Okay, thank okay. you. It's it's it's, it's uh, been an honor, been an honor. Okay, guys. After discussing, um, after this interview with Arvin, I I've learned a lot. Huh? It's very interesting the way he makes his wares. It's not design, it's not research, then let's just do it. It's actually using the implement and every time he makes a new one, he has a modification. It's, uh, 
everything it's very is Norwegian. Experience-based. Experience eh. Everything is experience-based. And uh, not, not just purely theoretical, which is very impressive. And to tell you the truth, uh, he shares a lot. If, if I were in his... If I were in his place, I won't even mention the metal. <laughs> anyway, our, our, well, that's Arvin. He's very uh, he, he shares. He, he gives a lot. He gives a lot. It's a. Uh, do you have any comments? Yeah. Yeah. All I could say is like you know, Arvin's always been the same guy. We've known him for decades, and uh, and again, his passion for his blade shows from you know that's the word passion yes it's not just like yeah, him passion. just looking for a business the business came out of his passion for his hobby which right. is good and good for the consumers uh that you know it's not like a mass-produced commercialized product that you could just buy from any you know large retailer quickly so so every product so so that that's good that he has still maintained that attitude Six, you've been you've been talking about doing like a some sort of project with uh, with Arvin, like uh, yeah, what like what what is it possible that we can do something together? Because it seems like his 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 expertise it crosses over, you know, not just to survival but also to fighting, which is what what you guys teach. So is there a project that we can you know probably come up with that that uh, will uh, will cater to both needs, survival and fighting? You think yeah, that's yeah, we can do that. We can do that uh, as soon as this pandemic's over. Once it's safe to go out, let's ask Arvin, and we can ask him to teach us some of his bushcraft skills. Then we can have a bushcraft training, then some weapons combatives training um, in the same place. So yeah, let, let's ask him. Let's ask him. I'm, I I'd love to do that with him. Yeah, I like. I love to do that. Just you know, just doing that. You know, it doesn't even have to be a project. I mean, you know, we can train in the woods. You know, we can we can live. I I, I think it should be a lot of fun, and very informative yeah, as well. So yeah, yeah, it's been fun. It's been fun. So thank you guys. See you again next okay. next time. Okay. See you next time. All right. Thank you. Thank you. See you. Stay safe.